episode 76 of The Endless Stream. I'm Aiden, and as usual, I'm joined by Brian and Kevin. We are three artists, illustrators, filmmakers, and all-round shit-talkers, and each week we take some of The Endless Stream of content brought to you through Netflix, Amazon, Disney+, Hulu, Spotify, wherever you get your content, we take a chunk of it, we watch it, and we talk about it. This week, we're talking about House of the Dragon, we're talking about Rings of Power, we're talking about Red Sonia, a lot of fantasy on this week's episode. We're also talking about the documentary about Matteo something or other, um, I didn't see it, the lads did. The NFL guy, he got catfished, spoilers. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Head over to iTunes, like and subscribe, rate and review, all that good stuff really helps. Tell a friend about the endless stream. On top of that, you can head over to Instagram, at The Endless Cast, where we post art and clips to go with each episode, and that's a great place to comment on something you heard on the podcast or make a suggestion of something for us to watch. You can always send us an email at theendlesscast at gmail.com, and likewise, that's a great place to disagree with us, agree with us, suggest a podcast, whatever you'd like. All of that being said, let's get into the episode. Sorry. What's, what happened there? Nothing. Mind your own business. What happened? Nothing. Mind your own yeah, business. Yeah, fuck him alone. Leave me alone. Yeah, fuck off. Fuck off, Aiden. Thanks, Brian. We, we never just fuck off. Yeah, fuck off, Aiden. Leave him alone. Yeah, stop. Oh, actually, uh, I celebrated Emer's 30th birthday last weekend. You didn't do the Leo DiCaprio? Nah, nah, sure. I'm, I started dating her at 26, pal. Way off. Ah, oh. I did a reverse Leo. That's why you're better than him. Yeah, well. I've been saying that. I've always said that. You did. You You're did. You've, you've, you've have said it a few times. To be fair to you, yeah. I have. I have. Yeah. Reverse Leo. What the fuck is like? Yeah, but people always thought said he was like always ah with his supermodels. It's all publicity shit, right? Though, isn't it? I don't know how that is like. But, but just, uh, what's, what's just rolling in a new actress or model to get some clout off of him every X oh, amount of years, right? In terms of those people, yes, it's publicity. I imagine for them, but like he's like if that's. You gotta worry about somebody who just wants to be who's who's an older man who yeah. just wants to hang around with like younger people. Weird. Yeah, because also like do you not like like you know where yeah you know you're at different stages developmentally and it's just like you know talk to your peers more relatable more understand but, you know you know what I mean. How much time do you think they actually spend together? They just I always feel like they just get seen for a couple of fucking headlines and then. But that doesn't make it any better or worse. That's yeah, it's still weird. Makes it worse, probably. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's com- I think it's completely a business arrangement. And they never fucking see each other. They get spotted at a couple of openings, and then they break up and they bring the next one in. So why can't he be with uh, people his own age? Kid? Yes. Yeah. yeah, and like, like even even if that is a, 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 a I, I you know obviously premeditated isn't the right word, but even if that is a, a an orchestrated thing by his PR people and stuff, agents and uh, production companies are trying to create the next generation of but, actors, actresses, models, and but like but, but the thing is like why why do you think that's a good thing? Like how's that a good look a for good you? Thing. I just I just feel like when he when he was younger. Uh, it would have been a case of like you know yeah kind of Leonardo DiCaprio even if he, even if he was like in his late twenties early thirties like oh yeah he always has like a young model with him or whatever or like you know someone like that you could you know no you wouldn't you wouldn't really bother with it but the fact that it's like twenty years later and he's still just dating young people it's just like maybe if he tried to date someone older it would last mm. I'm not judging him for who he dates I am but. <laughs> It's the Clooney model, though, isn't it? It's just, like, he got the same shit for years, and then he married... What's-her-face? 
like it's just about building brands and reputations and putting people next to each other it's not real relationships <laughs> am I wrong everything you're saying no, nothing nothing you're saying makes any of this yeah better. okay you're just talking about thing. a shit situation yeah like even if yeah. it is orchestrated it's a terrible look to orchestrate like an older man only interested in young women this is it's it's problematic it's like saying look look the the fucking sex industry needs people trafficked into it i mean like there's a shortage of people so you know we've got to traffic women into this like that's basically kind of what you're yeah. saying you're explaining the logistics of a horrible thing yes it doesn't make yeah. it any more rational or normal yeah. even if it's orchestrated it's a bad, it's a, look it's a bad you, image yeah and you're mm. also you know you suck okay um how was the birthday oh yes went to monkstown aiden's aiden derailed you went to monkstown uh and swam in the sea there sea point yes okay uh and that was he said monkstown aiden stop correcting him is that monkstown Jesus. thanks brian i appreciate that did um, you swim at sea point uh, I didn't actually swim at Steampoint. I swam at Monkstown and Seapoint. I believe it's uh, further down the line. All right, that's fair. But yes, so we went there uh, with some of Vimeo's family and friends, and it was nice. It was very, very nice. Lovely, lovely day. Lovely day out. Very nice. It's going to piss rain this weekend, and I can't fucking wait. Is this? Yeah, it's meant to piss rain. Oh no! I'm not one of those begrudges happy that it's going to piss rain for the poor forces that EP your shithead if you're happy for them. But um, oh, if you're happy, uh, well, you know, happy it's going to rain. Ah, but uh, I am happy it's going to rain because uh, just just wouldn't mind the weekend in, even though I'm going to Waterford. But I wouldn't mind a day where I just don't have to go into this. I was in, I was out today, and I was fucking roasting. What's in Waterford? Uh, Emer's family. Ah. So I've got to visit them. Very good. Uh, very good. I'm going to Italy next week. Whereabouts? Milan for a couple of days, and then we're going to a wedding in Trento, I think it is. Uh, I believe it's pronounced Toronto. That's Don't worry about it. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, so I don't know. I have no plans for Italy. I don't, or I don't know what you do in a Milan. Um, I suppose drink coffees, eat pizzas. Um, Brian is very familiar with Italy and Italian pastimes, uh, so he can definitely advise. Brian, advise. Um, it's your moment, buddy. I have God, lots of Hugo spritzes. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Have lots of what? Hugo spritz. What's a Hugo spritz? A drink? El- elderflower and Prosecco. Nice. Is it specifically Italian? Yeah, I oh. believe so. Yep. It's good. It's good stuff. Usually quite cheap as well. You pay like 11 euro for one over here, but you might get them for like a fiver in Milan. So do a veil. They're nice. Hugo Spritz will do. Hugo Spritz. Um... It does mean I will be away next week for the podcast recording, so I'll have to leave you to your own devices. Yeah, that will go yeah. smoothly, probably even more smooth, smooth as usual. Smooth as jazz. Yes. I mean, it um, it has historically like been... Jack 
smooth and unchaotic. There's been no problems in doing that. Brendan Leeson has joined the <gasps> Joker sequel. Yes. Who? Mattis of two. Brendan Leeson. Oh. Yeah, he's an Irish actor, Raiden. Is he now? Yeah, he's famous. Yeah, he's quite good. Brendan, yeah. Brendan Gleeson, Lady Gaga, and uh, Joaquin Phoenix. I believe it's pronounced Gage. Mm. Lady Gage. And Jacqueline Phoenix. You having fun? No. <laughs> uh, I did see a trailer related to Brendan Gleeson, his son, Donal, is right. in a new TV show with Steve Carell, I think it is, or a movie. And it looks very good. It's, I think Steve Carell is playing a psychiatrist or a therapist of some sort. And Donal Gleeson, I believe, is kind of like a serial killer that's going to see him and is very open about it. Did you, did you get a name for it? Um, I probably did, but I can't remember. Looking up Donald Gleeson, I see About Time. Is it About Time? No, that's a great movie, though. I love that movie. Did you like that movie, Brian? No, I'm making that face at Aiden oh. for thinking About Time is the thing. Jesus Christ. Like, that came out years ago. I know. Years. I, like, I, kind of, I came prepared. I came prepared. Uh, is it Ex Machina? It's a new thing, Aiden. Do you want to boot him from the call? Like <laughs> the, I'm just, the, I'm, the Revenant? I'm just saying, I'm looking forward to next week. That's all I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. The Patient. Could be The Patient, actually, to be honest. Cause Therapist Alan Strauss is held prisoner by a patient, Sam Fortner, who reveals himself to be a serial killer. Sam has an unusual therapeutic demand. Curb his homicidal urges. In order to survive, Alan... Oh, I did. I think I saw a bit of this and thought it just it looked a bit like Misery. Kathy Bates, Jimmy Can, Jimmy Can's Jimmy Can's friend is now operating his uh, Twitter. He announced this week he with with with, uh, with respect from the family. He's going to be operating his Twitter and sharing, you know, Jimmy Can's photographs and whatnots. Social media is funny when the people that had been running and die. I was like kind of, isn't it? But like, did James Can really run his own Twitter? Do you think so, Brian? No. No, no. no. I don't think most no. of these celebrities run their own things. Definitely. No. They probably they have social media for sure, but they use it privately and they're all in their own circles and stuff. Favorite James Can movie, Kevin? Favorite James Can movie. Oh. Well, I'd have to give that a think. Cause I, I feel always... like there's a whole generation of people that would say one thing in particular. But I don't. I don't want to steer you. Don't steer me. But uh, I always get James Can confused with Lex Luthor from Superman. Really? I think he got mixed up with James Woods a lot throughout his career. Really? Who's the guy I'm talking? About? Who was in? Who was in Superman? James Mann, or what was his name? Something Man. Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. Yes, Hackman. Yes, I get them sometimes confused. But James Kang was in Las Vegas, and I know a lot of people like Las Vegas. Right. That's right, Brian. He was in it. With the poor man's Tilda the Elephant. Yeah. Duhamel? Yeah. Duhamel. Duhamel. Um, I think a lot of people would say Elf. Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't have thought of Elf. I'd say Thief. You see, people thief. do love thief. 
Let me Google which one um, I like the best. And of course, The Godfather. Mm. But I'd say Thief. And The Godfather Part 2. I, 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 I probably told you already. I did meet somebody who, who worked with James Cannes on films and said he was a bit of a goober. Oh. Yes. He, yeah. and they kind of early, early, I was going to say, and early in his career, they kind of tried to steer him a little bit strayer. Who did who did you meet that knew? Um, I met a lovely. Don't be dragging him into it. He's he. I just recently found out he passed away also, uh, which is very sad. But uh, who is this? Uh, a client of mine from a few years ago, whose wife I still talk to. Uh, she's lovely. You know the way you have like aunties that will send you messages for Christmas and your birthday and like every holiday and like hope you and X are good and from you know X and X mm. and the kids yeah, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, a few of them around. Um, she's like that but she's a really really lovely lady. I have a lot of time for them. They were great people. Uh, her, she is or was Whoopi Goldberg's kind of PA uh, and also slash kind of like fashion designer or something like that. Wardrobe person. Stylist? A stylist, yes. And then uh, her husband worked in lighting and worked predominantly with David Finch. But he worked on a movie with James Caan. Fincher. Fincher, sorry. I always I always do that. But uh, actually, I, 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 I'll go there in a second. But yes, he worked on movies a lot with, with uh, David Fincher, but had once worked on a movie with James Caan. And he, James Caan was just kind of, you know, being a bit bowled around the set and kind of you know making it making the crews hard like life harder and stuff and there's a scene where he was in the water and stuff and they kind of just left him there even though he was uh, apparently not the greatest swimmer oh well, like you know they kind of they kind of you know give him a little bit of his own medicine they basically. took their time yeah. yes yes i'm not like you know right. because they're all lovely people then i really like them um James Can movie that I like. Well, he's in Dick Tracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Misery, I suppose, is one of the one of the most kind of famous ones that I recognize him in. I think if I think of James Can, I think of Misery, pretty much straight away. And you're going with Thief. Would you not have gone for Brian's song? Do you know that movie, Brian? I don't know it at all. I've never heard of it. But David Finch is David Fincher is a new movie out, doesn't he? Coming out. What's that? Brian? I thought I saw a tr- big poster for David Fincher. Mm, not sure. I'll just get our uh, intern to, to look that up there. What's the intern's name? Um, James. James. Can. <laughs> James can look it up. Uh, Is it Fight Club? You're such a dickhead. We're just trying to get this. Just trying to get through the next what, Brian? Hour and a half. Jesus. <laughs> uh, maybe I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the killer. Maybe it was something. The killer was his latest thing coming out. But uh, I thought I thought he was. I thought I saw something with him, kind of talking about pro- or promoting something new this week. But obviously, I was mistaken. Hmm. Wasn't about love, death, and robots or anything. Was it? No, no, it wasn't. Um. Yeah, sure. I don't know what it was, but they are making his Love Dead and Robot episode into something, aren't they? Apparently, did you see that before, Brian? <laughs> don't think so. No, <laughs> not that I heard anyway. No. Yeah, maybe I'm just having like loads of fever dreams and life isn't real anymore. 
Oh, it's not real anyway. Okay, fair. No, no. Don't. Don't mess with don't what? concepts don't of what? reality. You uh, you said the new power generation are playing Cork Jazz? So what? This, this is like, what are you doing? You're just filling time or something. Like, we don't have stuff to talk about. Like, Brian went. You're floundering. You're floundering. Brian wants to get to the. Stop floundering. The, what do you want to talk about? I have a I question. Have a normal conversation. I'm. I'm. And okay. You're. 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 You're sitting there with your. 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 I'm trying to have normal like he, conversations. He, he won't, he won't even adjust the camera so he's in the frame. And it, it's just like, it's tense. What, what, like, what is this? What is this, Mr. Robot? That's even worse. It's just God. my fucking yeah. face. At least get some mood. It's not your in. face. It's it's the camera angle. Like, do, do, Yay. Do, do, you, know what, you know what this means? You know, you know, what, you know what this means? I don't do see the same fucking ratio this is, as this is, you. I've got this three people subdivided. This is tension. I've got like a square ratio happening here and then two like widescreens next to me. I've got a different layout than you. I don't know what you're seeing. I have a square ratio and then you guys are widescreen. I'm sure Brian's the same. Yeah. I have a question. Go ahead, Kev. Who, who, who's Megan the Stallion? <laughs> she's, a, she's a rapper. What the fuck? What Is she? I thought, I thought it was a Marvel character. I typed in Megan Thee Stallion Marvel expecting to find out some see some sort of horse hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> She's a were fighting you, filly. Were you were you aware of her before this episode? Yeah, because of TikTok, yeah. probably. Okay. She's all over TikTok for a while. Probably the, still is. Is her song that baddy yaddy 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 yaddy? Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I already I already realized that like obviously, you know, post searching. But uh yeah, I thought it was going to be a horse. <laughs> what did you think was... Okay. Uh, did you watch she why is, this week, Why folks? is that... Why is that... Uh, like, w- w- what were they thinking? The episode was about, like, a fucking... shape-shifting elf. She's on WAP. Did you she? not question why the... guy might be dating a horse hybrid, <laughs> No. no 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 when they showed you know the, the I, clip of her in a bar fight and it wasn't a horse hybrid it was a human yes no i i i had when they said megan you copped it then was they it? were talking about it, i paused it to google which marvel okay, character right. megan the stallion was <laughs> and uh she's not she's not a marvel character she's not even half horse not even half horse hmm. why why is aiden raising his eyebrows I don't know, he hates me. He hates me talking it's, this it's, podcast. It's a tremor. Megan the Stallion has been like a like parallel and Cardi B the whole way along, right? Like those two kind of hit the same time. That's a few years yeah. at this point. But I, I don't really think I don't really think Cardi B has much of a following here as she does like in the States and stuff. Where some like you know the way some artists transcend Ireland and go to you know, be would be famous in uh, the UK or America. Some artists mm. don't transcend uh America and get popular in Europe. And Cardi B, aside from being in pop culture things, I don't think like she's as uh, I don't think she's she has resonated or is as popular in Ireland as other musicians and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yes. I, I wouldn't know how to begin to measure that, though. Because I feel like the the music and the... I mean, it's all chart radio. off the back like, of it. Do we listen to chart radio? I don't, to be fair. Yeah. I mean, we encounter the, the, the spin-off stuff, the meme and pop cultural stuff, and that's been pretty pervasive. And that shit doesn't work if the public don't know what it is, right? At least at the scale that it's yeah. happening. How at. do you mean? Well, like, I mean, the WAP dance on TikTok was everywhere for a fucking while, you know, and th- there were just WAP jokes everywhere for ages, you know, and that that doesn't work unless it's unless the world knows what that is, right? Yeah. Like, there's n- yeah. there's niche Reddit for Chinese stuff that people get that look fucking frogheads. But did did you mean Kev though that her music hasn't really yes translated? Yes. That's what because I mean, in terms, like, like in terms of, you know, has she pierced the public's consciousness? Yes, definitely. Yes, yes, yeah. I know who Cardi has B is. her music. Yeah, has her music kind of followed no. over here? Not so much. No. But I mean, it, that 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 kind of music is very. It's very much based on, you know, working with, ten producers and then doing like a verse in a song that has been custom made for mm-hmm. radio. Mm-hmm. So does she get to appear on it or does it go to Nicki Minaj or Megan Thee Stallion or whoever's next, you know? Mm. Yes. Um, those songs are, yeah, you know, they're, they're written. Yes, they're written, they're written and in shot out for, yeah. for radio and yeah. who gets to get on it. Yeah. Same with the Beyonce stuff, yeah. to be fair. I know people think Beyonce writes her songs, but she, she, I think it's in her contract that she basically receives songs. She rewrites them or edits them slightly, adds a line, does a bit here, there, and, gets, and then gets a write, writer's credit. Kind of tangent from the episode, but I hate that whole cult of worship around musicians. And the end of this episode kind of summed it up, you know, when she's like, oh, I would die for you, Megan the Stallion. And it's just like that that cameo could have been anybody, you know, yeah. they 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 said we need a half human, half horse, who? <laughs> hybrid. <laughs> they, they were also disappointed. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, they that that could have been any. Yes. Insert celebrity here. Yeah. Yeah. Insert but, like cult of worship, as you say, of yeah. the moment, like the Bayhive thing, like when Lemonade. Happened, I fucking you know? hate it. Yeah. I what's that? What's it. that? Just, just, just that. Beyonce. Oh, um, kind of things. I was gonna say though, like any any cult of worship though is is fucking stupid. Yeah. No. Like I'm. Yeah. It's. I'm not. I'm not talking. About Take that, Christian. The stallion. Specifically, yeah. I'm just that sort of. I know that. Yeah. It's occult stuff, like it's just like, and, and it's all hype as well, and it, it's all again, it's it's all driven well managed, by marketed. marketing and yeah. social media stuff, yeah. and people just fucking eat it up, you know? I, yeah. yeah. What was that, Connie twenty twelve? <laughs> but um, uh, so we didn't really talk much She Hulk last week, so we do have plenty of She Hulk to talk about. Um, so I. I really like it. I still really like it. I feel this episode was a little bit of the weakest so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they the courtroom stuff did, doesn't work at all. They definitely did more of the fort wall break and stuff, and the courtroom stuff is a little bit strange. Yeah. 
Yeah, like in like the whole point know, of like, a courtroom show, like like when you watch, sorry, Aiden, no, go ahead. When, when you watch something like The Good Wife, it's clear that the people involved in it, you know, are familiar with the law and they're familiar with interesting cases and precedents, and they, they kind of come mm. up with interesting legal scenarios and like how would this play out and how would this be argued and then they dramatize it and it's interesting but this is not that (laughs) they should have they should have they should have got her yeah they should have definitely i think i think this show would have benefited a lot if there was just like say one real hearty good uh you know lawsuit or case yeah sorry case and uh you know you're she you're seeing then her you're seeing uh she holds uh, Especially when episode like th- this episode was what twenty two minutes, not including the credits or something. Mm. Twenty five, like that's. Mm. And they they had two cases. They had the parole hearing or like two courtroom kind of scenes, the parole hearing, mm. and then the the whatever you want to call the other one, um, defrauding the guy of his money. But um, yeah, like not enough time to do any of it. But the, 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 is yeah, that Mister Mister Pug? Puginski, who's also fucking not a dog, uh, <laughs> is 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 he somebody? He's from the comics, but he's he's not super powered or anything. He's okay. Who were the comics. who were the who were the guys at the end with all the shovels and the, the neon lights? Crew, wasn't it? The wrecking crew. I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking it was wrecking crew. Yeah, Crusher Creel and yeah, but there, yeah. you know, do better. Make them look more wrecky. Um. It's really hard to discuss it when it's this short, you know. Um, well, because we don't know where it's going yet. We don't know how it's going to come together. Yeah. How many episodes? Especially when the idea, when the idea of nine, I think, when the idea oh, for okay. this was that, it, you know, it'd be a kind of a movie scaled production, mm-hmm. just divided over, you know, it'd be a mini series type thing, and. Who knows where this is going? I am. I am enjoyed it though. Together. It's lots of fun. Uh, the characters are like. I liked the first two episodes. I didn't hate this, but it was not as strong. I do agree it with. It creaked, that. you know, it was creaking in places. See, I enjoyed yeah. this one more than I did the second one because I, really? I don't know if I said it last week, but my reaction, like, I really expected you to say "meh" last week because everything that happened in that twenty-five, twenty-six minutes it was covered in ten seconds in the trailer. You know, we're going to hire you for the superhero department. Oh, you're defending Emil Blonsky. Oh, there's the idea that he trying to get parole and he went out and fight with Wong like what else happened in that episode really she went to see her parents but couldn't you summarize everything that's even good episodes of things as, as basic as that yeah I don't like the fourth wall stuff I know it's kind of less is more accurate and stuff mm. but yeah it's just it's especially as well like if you're going to break the fourth wall like that then, like, why isn't she referring to Wong as Benedict Wong? You know. Yes. Why? Why talk about? I don't think. She, you know? I, I think. The, I, I know when they say break break into fourth wall means that they are kind of aware that they're in X thing or they're talking to. But they are though because because even she says in the at the bar at the end, you know, like, oh, we've joined the A and B plot together, and like they didn't even do that nicely, you know. Yeah, and fair. She just kind of leaned into the frames, like, oh, you know, like as if it's a behind the scenes peek yeah. at like how they've joined the two plus together it's like they didn't even do that elegantly like the guy literally just sat down and I know yeah the case. he's it's working like, on are, are like, and friends? then she leans in to say the, the thing and it's just like that doesn't work so 
she she she's very much aware of the fact that she's uh it's a TV show, you know. Mm. So and then, like that that's that's the risk you take with fourth wall stuff then anyway. I think I think fourth wall stuff should literally be like kind of almost like you're in a monologue talking to the camera. Yep. Do you know what I mean? As like opposed for, to yeah. addressing stuff. Yeah. yeah, it should be like, yeah. oh God, this is going to be nasty. And then, what the hell do you think you're, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's okay for a wall breaks. You're not yeah. breaking the illusion of the world. Yeah, whereas this is literally acknowledging that. I, and I heard as well that Feige appears in the end. I heard that. Oh, yeah. don't, no, the, the give me spoilers. Is it a spoiler though? Jessica Gao is the person who's developed this or has the, the credit for developing for television and writing a lot of it. And she's a, yeah. a Rick and Morty alum. Um, so, you know, referring to... I mean, like, not that it's fucking specific to Rick and Morty, but, like, the the Harmon style of, like, mentioning A-B plots and, and that sort of thing is, like... It's... Um, uh, you, can, you can see the school of which she's come from, you know? And, you know, she again, she'd have been hired on Rick and Morty because that's kind of in her wheelhouse anyway, so it's not saying that he put it in there. But um, I don't know. I do like it. I, I see what you're saying. Like that moment where Bruce goes, that was a lifetime ago. I'm a, I'm a completely different person, literally. And she goes, ha, ha. You know, like the little acknowledging that they recast. Um, that was fun. I, I like the Wrecking Crew thing. We've seen... Um, like, what's the crack with the Wrecking Crew anyway? Why do they have superpowers? I can't remember any of their origins. Well, in this, they've stolen Asgardian as stuff. stuff and yeah, to they've, they've changed. They've changed it from from the comics anyway. Uh, so they were trying to get a sample of her blood. Do you think she was work? They're working for like, is it is it as Hulk callbacky as you know? We're going to see the leader. I think it's going to be. Countess Louis Dreyfus's character, yeah. Oh, I'd love, I'd love if uh, they brought back the leader though. That would be phenomenal. That would be amazing. They, they, that would close that gap quite handily. Because there is maybe he's working for Dreyfus. There is a dude out there with like gamma brains, you know. Yeah. If we've, we've already established that world still exists. Yeah. Then we get Jennifer Connelly back. Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler, yeah. Oh shit! You're was Connolly in the Hulk one? Ang Lee's Hulk. The Ang Lee one, yeah. yeah. The Ang Lee one, one yeah. yeah. I like. I, I really like both Jennifer Connolly and Liv Taylor. I did try to start. Tyler. I did. Um, Liz. Liv. Oh my god! Depends on the last name. There, <laughs> I like her. I don't know. I don't need to know people's names. Well, are we talking about Liz Taylor or Liv Tyler? Brian knows what I'm talking about. But um, and that's all that matters. Okay, whisper. Yes, um, but it's okay. it's thanks, thanks, buddy. Thanks because like I, I come on this show every week, put my heart out, just to be I know. criticized. I know. Just to be criticized. It's it's rude. It's rude. It's quite rude. He's a, he's a fucking he's a dickhead. I appreciate. I appreciate you. Thanks, buddy. Um, I watched. I watched uh, Michelle Monaghan's Echoes and I had to stop. I turned it off when I saw the <laughs> mansion you. they were living in. I was yeah. like, fuck this, fuck them. Who, who are they? Oh my why, God. Why did they live in this house? I was this like, oh, is no, so, I, can't, I can't get behind this. That is hilarious, Brian, because I did the exact same fucking thing. I was yeah. watching it with Emer and, it were, and then I just paused it. It's just kind of like, who? 
Like, who's this for? I, I'm fed up of watching stuff with these people living in these houses. Yeah. They're, they're, they're supposed to, like... The middle America, my fucking hole. I, I'll watch something about... Yeah, I'll watch something about if they're actually millionaires or something, but don't... Like, yeah, don't show me kind of like don't, a... Yeah, don't sell struggling me financially in a five thousand square yeah, foot. Just fuck off. Yeah, like a, a yeah, like a you know, like yeah, no exactly. And like then they go out to their country and they have this big massive house. Like you know, it's just I had to turn it off. And I watched, I watched, I think more than one episode. To be fair, uh, I didn't necessarily dismiss it straight away. I liked the sheriff in it. The sheriff was like, it's like just give me a show about her. I don't care about the rest of it. Just give me a show about the, the sheriff and the deputy. They're interesting. But no, I actually I turned it off. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not getting into this. Like her twin sister. And like also. Her identical twin sister goes missing, so she goes home to look for her. That's kind of that's kind of problematic, you know. <laughs> ah, she's what? there. Oh God, no! It's her fucking sister. We found. Ah, uh, no, it's her sister. Oh, you mean it's like literally inconvenient for the searching? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She just everybody's searching you're for her. Wrong, she right? rocks up. Yeah. She rocks up. What's going on? <laughs> oh my god, you're okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Why? What's going on? We thought you were missing. No, I'm not missing. Then where's oh, no, my sister? The oh, your sister. You're yeah. You're, you're okay. Yeah. No, your your sister's still missing. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And then if she even wakes up the girl's daughter, her sister's daughter. She wakes up her niece, and the niece goes, "Mommy." She's like, "No, I'm sorry, baby." And it's just like, why would you do that to the child? <laughs> her mother's potentially dead. Yeah. Put a mask on. Put a mask on. A mask of a different face. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, just like, you know... You know, uh, just ease people into it. Yeah, get a different haircut. Not you, Aiden. Oh, okay. Michelle Monaghan, who I do who I do think is a great actor. I also watched the untold story of Matt, Teo, whatever. I watched that too, yeah. Brian. Matt Teo. That's tough. That's, that was a tough watch. Mm-hmm. Tough, watch, tough, that, tougher than I thought. Sorry, Brian. What is it? Brian, you explain because I'm terrible at talking. Apparently, <laughs> Aiden, you piece of shit. See, this is what he does to me, Brian. He beats me down. I know. Beats I know. Me and, down. He, and, he, and then he draws this, this ugliness out of you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He just like, yeah. yeah it's, it's his uh, fault do you remember it all, Aiden? I don't know what this is. Uh, football player, college football player. Not your damn. Maybe it sounded familiar. No, I think I've seen like the little like preview on um, Netflix, but I don't know. Right. Story. I, I remember hearing all about this story like on Twitter and stuff and I couldn't make sense of it I, I, I that's how like rambling and kind of incoherent the coverage of the, the, na- the narrative like, I couldn't was, make yeah. yeah I couldn't make sense of it at the time um so it was kind of that's that's the reason I watched this because I I didn't understand but it was was it 2009 was it longer um yeah, oof 2009, 2011. Yeah, 2000, it was a while back. 2000, College footballer. Yeah, I was just going to think, like, I believe, I think he got drafted in 2013 or something to the NFL. So, okay. and it was because he could. Years he, prior to that, then, yeah. He could still be playing in. Yeah, I'd say maybe it was like, maybe it was like 2012, 2011, I think. It was a college football player kind of on the rise. And you know how college football is in America. Um, and bigger than the NFL the, for those who don't know yeah like the the press was getting behind him anyway because he was a great player and then coverage about him really blew up because I think in the same same week possibly the same day his grandmother and his girlfriend died and the news ate it up because um, he went out then and he played like a fucking stormer 
Yeah, you know, oh, demon. Uh, yeah, and people were saying, oh, wow, you know, this is incredible. Everybody got behind him because his yeah. girlfriend and his grandmother died. And then somebody tipped off Deadspin, I think, saying, his girlfriend doesn't exist. It's a hoax. He doesn't have a girlfriend. Yeah, you might want to look into uh, that. Yeah, look into that. And it turned out that girlfriend didn't exist. And then the question became, did he know or was he being lied to the whole time? And it's just, just this bizarre story that um, uh, he was cat- catfished, basically. He had a long-distance relationship for a couple of years with this girl that he never met. Um, and, yeah, the, the, the story then sort of just spiraled from that point I, because there was a question of, like, was he was he the victim here or was he, was he part of this? Did he, did he kind of create this story to to gain publicity and things like that and just fuck it. it gets it gets it gets bizarre it gets pretty it's horrendous strange, yeah. I, I will say and maybe this is bloody fucking I don't know not a popular opinion initially I felt a lot of empathy for um, the person catfishing Matteo you know I just thought they must be you know obviously going through a lot in a hard place in their lives and this and that and they made a mistake but as the show progressed, I absolutely thought that they were just a horrible person. They are very, very hard. They sure, they have problems. I, I, they, they do have problems for sure. But uh, they crossed. There's, there's lines, and they crossed them. And what they did was, you know, horrendous. And I think he, and I actually, and initially, I didn't really like Matteo himself. I was a little bit like, oh God, he's a bit, you know, he's your cliche kind of jock to a degree. Uh, mm. But. Uh, but I did empathise with him because at the end, I, 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 do you think Brian he was in on it? I don't think he was in on it. I don't think so. No, no. not even the slightest though. He had- I don't, well, yeah, because yeah, like even there's a point where he realised, like as soon as he so when he found out he was being catfished, he went and he told he spoke to like the, the college and stuff like that, and they they basically kind of said, let's sit in this until we know what's going on. So while the story kept kind of evolving, he did know at that point, but he, he, had he to, wasn't kind of perpetuating the lie anymore, you know? Um, but he had to keep a brave face, and I understand that. Yep. You know? Uh, and, like, the person that catfished him, talking to his family members, pretending to be different family members, when they were dealing with their own grief, their grandmother had died, and then they were talking to, by the way, Mateo's uh deceased girlfriend's family helping them through their grief so the person was playing multiple fa- family members to different people it was uh, horrendous at first they, they they pretended to have leukemia and it was oh, kind God. of touch and go and then was it they died in the car crash no was it was it not initially there was a car crash and he was devastated and he was talking to her on a bed and his voice had brought her back and then she got leukemia and then it was it was the other yeah. way around okay yeah, yeah. but then e- even after they died they contacted them then uh, and like the the whole time they they were using so Manti Teo he's um he's from Hawaii he's Polynesian and he thought he was in a relationship with this girl with kind of a Polynesian background as well I think and the person who catfished him had just taken this person's photos off social media but they right. it went to the stage that when they contacted him when they came back from the dead they called up 
the girl whose photos they were using and said, hey, can you take a picture with like this date and this sign and stuff? Yeah. So like, because he was saying like, you know, I need you to proof. verify when they contacted him, it was like prove that because they, they claimed then that they were in trouble and they faked their death and all this kind of stuff. And the guy had gone through it at that point. He thought like, yeah. Oh yeah, it was a year later like. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus fucking fuck wild story. Yeah. And then, um, and then, yeah, because then the catfish person uh Asked that, asked the, the the real lady for her photograph. You know, doing this thing to prove the authenticity of, by the way, what they look like. Uh, and they even they even manipulated that person. They were just like, oh, my friend mm-hmm. is in hospital. They're really sick. We're my friend is in hospital and they do a hashtag if he did yeah. this stuff. Yeah, I'm just reaching out to everybody and like because the person was just like, I knew this person, but not particularly well. Like, but I just thought like, okay, yeah, I went to school with this person. I'll I'll do this. It's a nice gesture, or whatever. But. There's no excuse. There's no excuses for the line that that person crossed during those catfish things, and it's like the GAA catfish from the Two Johnnies podcast, in the sense of like, uh, like I do feel, I do feel, I don't know the full story there, and I do feel empathy, empathy for that person because they have to be going through stuff, you know. But it's just, it's just the lens that people go through with these catfishes, and especially nowadays because the way social media is, you can reverse image search, you can do loads of different things. They have to go to even more lens. You know, and I think this the Mateo one, even though it's it's a kind of from ten years ago or whatever, uh, the multiple, you know, personalities and the conversations and talking to people was horrendous. I just actually remember there. I think uh, as this was going on, he'd he'd been in a relationship with the person for a year or two at this point, but let's say from two thousand and seven two thousand and nine, because the film. Catfish only just came out, so the the term catfish didn't even really exist. Mm. Um, that's how I remember. It. That's why two thousand and nine was in my head. I think. Um, yeah, fair. Like obviously, catfishing was going on, but the it was the but the catfish until the film came out that the the term of, or it was what do you call it? Coined uh, the term. Yeah, coined. Yeah, but it's like the person that was catfishing them, uh, like ample opportunity to back out or different things didn't got deeper more elaborate crazier I can even understand that as well though I'm not saying it's right but when you fuck up so mon- monumentally like that but I think I think there was a problem with it's, the, e- it's easier to keep the lie going than it is to come but even, not saying it's right even it's, when even when they died right uh, even when she died uh, and uh she was just like, you know, I'm after creating this, like, I'm, I'm a part of this guy's life. He's after dedicating his season to me and his deceased grandmother. And he's fucking killing it. He is, like, bringing Notre Dame, like, to the forefront of college football. Killing it, you know? And mm. then, and, like, she she, she could have just left it at that. She could have said, mm. like, look, I did a shitty thing, but look what, is, look what like, he's used it Something for. Something good has come of it. Yes, yeah. exactly. But she just couldn't help herself. She had to get back in her life, in his life and stuff. And even to the fact that he hasn't talked to her in X amount of time or years or whatever, you know, uh, she still wants, she wants attention. She wants to be famous. She wants it Just all. to fill Aiden in as well. Uh, the person, I think they now identify as female, but at the time they were male. So it right. was a, it was and that was the thing like he they, they even left voicemails for yeah. him and uh, hey, the, the, hey, the baby, voice I'm, that I they, miss you you do what's your best what's your best female catfish voice Brian well I couldn't do it now do it I know I could on. probably do a good one I can't I'd, I'd have to mm, have to relax mm, all this baby <laughs> how you do it I can't I can't even what the girls what awful. the girls say awful hey <laughs> did you do your best female catfish voice 
All right, love. Can't see go. No. Right, I'll, I'll really try. I'll really try. Tell me to say something. Okay. I mean, I think you were trying Rosie Perez there for a minute. Who's that? Don't be calling me anything. Okay. Um. What, was, what should I say? Nothing too provocative. What What do people say? What What he do said. people What do people What 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 do people say? Hello, Hello. Uh, my name is Moira. You got any hot dogs? Hot dogs for me? Could have a bowl of hot dogs right now. My name is Moira. Truly, have you got any hot dogs <laughs> for me? Hi, 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 Brian. Hi, Brian. Hi, Brian. I just, I just can't do it. Hi, hi, Aiden. You have long, beautiful hair. I love ah, ah, singular. your pencil-shaped nipples. Mmm, boy. Mmm, baby. Yeah. Mmm, girl. What you doing? I can't do it. It's too hard. It all stays in. Well, it has to, yeah. Otherwise, I don't think four follows oh, follows would make sense. Oh, baby, you you can do, do, do you can do a great touchdown. Just pass to the wide receiver. Oh, girl, I euphemism. I can't say no. It's football, football. There's no euphemisms. Oh. Hot dogs or hot you're, dogs you're, for you're go, football. You're going too squeaky. <sighs> I can't do it. Hi, go like hi, Kathleen baby. Turner. Husky. I could do, I could do, yeah, I could do a um, what you call her from Misery? Jessica Rabbit. No, what? I could do a woman like that. Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. Or what's the other one? Rosie. Rosie. Rose. Rosie. What's her name? Rosie or, O'Donnell. Or Rosie O'Donnell. I could do a Rosie O'Donnell. Or I could do a. Uh, uh, Can you, Kevin? Can you do <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell? Three. Oh, my name's three. Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> I was in that movie once with that guy who gave me a whole, whole carton load of tacos. Oh, uncanny. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh. Or I could How do. Fuck! S- did we end up here? Sexy voice woman. Sexy Kevin voice woman. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'll never be a good catfish. I think you need to warm up your voice first. You, know? uh, you can't just. <laughs> Let, let's do homing. Let's do. Let's do a bit of homing. Let's do two minutes of homing nonstop. Two, two Aiden. Minutes. Don't you dare it, cut this. It, you Two time minutes. it. You time it. Two solid minutes. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was a, that was a. You can find two solid minutes of humming on our Patreon for uh, I'm not subscribers. Doing that. Um, Additional content. But uh, <laughs> but um, just give it. Just give us flat tone, the two of you. <laughs> Where are you doing it? We were in harmony. That, that's why you couldn't tell. Okay, you you start us off there, Brian. You start Fasc- fascinating. Um, but yes, no interesting documentary. Uh, I would I would suggest watching it. Spoiler alerts, guys. He gets catfished. But uh, yeah, watch it. Is that a reveal? 
Huh? What is that presented about? as a reveal? No, no, that's the story. That's yeah, story. It feels like it's the story. But it's it's a phenomenal story and it's terrifying. Be careful out there on the internet. Uh, Stranger danger has never been more real. Social media can be scary. Use it responsibly. Uh, don't be just you know. Meet people. Be safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think just don't talk to anybody on the internet. No, no. Lots of people have had very, uh, very fruitful, very uh, fruitful. If you meet them on the internet, they can't be trusted. That's not true. Only weirdos meet people on the internet. I've known that since the mid-90s. What about Tinder? Only weirdos meet people on the internet. I know people who have been married and are happily married through Tinder. I'm playing the fish. Nope. Ah, well, you know, that's subjective. Yeah, I see. Um, but uh, I know you know internet safe internet internet responsibly meet people responsibly loads of people have met cool people on the internet I'm sure they have good and bad everywhere I watched the first episode of House of the Dragon um, interesting going back to the world of Game of Thrones they really are trying to recapture lightning in a bottle I know you guys haven't watched it so I'll try and breeze through this pretty I watched the first episode I thought you meant had I watched oh. last Sunday's episode I hadn't watched the same oh. one yet. I watched the first one. You can talk freely about it, but just don't spend too long on it because I will get bored. He I don't think bored. there's anything spoilery. No, I'm, I'm not worried about that really. too much. It, Matt it Smith's in really, it, right? Uh, yeah. Um, how did you find it, Brian? The first episode? It was fine. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll see. Were you a big Interesting, Game of though, fan? Um, the I was, yeah, I was. Um, At least when it was good. Interesting bit of news. Yes, go just on. from a day or two ago. Um, God, Miguel Sapochnik was showrunner for this season. And I mm-hmm. think he worked quite closely with Martin on the right. show, and he directed some of the best episodes from. Multiple seasons of Game of fire, Thrones. Fire and ice. And he is not coming back for season two. Saw that. Strange. Oh. It's kind of surprising because they seem to make a big deal out of the fact that like some of the most popular episodes were were directed by him from you know the series. And he had a big hand in developing this. Yeah. But do you think maybe that's TV his job and done? Yeah, do you think maybe like I, that was you know I mean? my thing as well? It, it is always interesting when something like that happens, but there's also an element of like in a developing career, you know, maybe you've got the mileage out of the Game of Thrones. He's been around for a while. Yeah. Yeah, he directed but, that Repo Men thing that I watched a week oh, yes. or two ago. Oh yeah, that musical, Brian? No, 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 not to be confused with the musical. You're thinking of Repo, Repo Men in a opera? Oh yes. Um, What's that? Pardon. What was that? Repo. Repo. A genetic opera. Ah, I don't know that. With with Giles from Buffy, I believe he was in it. Niles, Giles, whatever his name was. Giles. Giles, yes. Anthony Stewart Head. Um, Doesn't surprise like, you know his name. He's a, he's a well-known actor. Yeah, it um, doesn't surprise me. What the fuck? <laughs> he's, calm down. Stop yeah. making faces. It just does this. Yeah, it shouldn't. Mm. I'm getting that a lot over the last couple of days. Oh, um, 
No, I think you're very handsome, my boy. My beautiful boy! <laughs> what did they do to my beautiful boy? But, um... It's a couple like of... James can throw back there. Yes, yes, it was, Brian. I knew that. But, um... um what did... What did uh, I heard some actors are also going to get recast. I, I don't know, because I, I, I've only, as I say, I've only watched the first one. I did see something saying that like there's going to be a bit of a time jump, so the a time young jump, people yeah. are going to grow, oh, okay. um, which is fine, I guess. Um, oh, I, will, I was going to mention David Yates, the guy who's like done every Harry Potter movie since... Um, Order of like the Phoenix. Azkaban, yeah. Like, Azkaban was Alfonso Cuaron, right? Mm-hmm. And then David Yates, and then he's like... Potter movie, Potter movie. Somebody Potter else did movie. Goblet of Fire. I think it was Fantastic Beast, Fantastic Beast, Fantastic Beast. So I was just wondering, like, you know, like the guy you're talking about in relation to Game of Thrones, you can find yourself stuck as that guy forever, then, you know? And it. Yeah, I think it's a good job. <laughs> oh, it, it's, a, it's a good <laughs> job as well, but if you've, if you've got other things you want to do in your career and you've got the clout out of that that you yeah, maybe wanted. He, maybe he has no interest in medieval fantasies and is more of a. Uh, yeah, Repo Men's a future. Jib jab right? I don't know. Hard to tell. Time will tell. I heard people are disappointed that yeah, there was yeah. black people in Game of Thrones. Just the usual dorks. What is going on with the internet? <laughs> it's Just the usual shit. dorks. Yeah. I think that needs to be our first T-shirt. <laughs> Just, the, Just usual the usual dorks. dorks. <laughs> yeah, some pleb <laughs> behind the keyboard. But uh, people we, are said people that, are awful. We, but Brian has said that in response to internet <laughs> shite yeah. talk a fair few times. It's a good enough slogan, you know. People well, have complained. Just the it usual could be dogs. the name of the podcast as well. Oh. Just the usual dogs. About us. Well, no, we don't want to associate them. Although we are no, no, no. O- own it. O- own it before they before oh. they use it to insult you. Oh, okay, okay. Claim it. Yeah. Mm. So before so people say, "Oh, you're tools. talking about yourselves," we're like, "Yeah, we are." Yeah, actually, actually, we are the usual. Yes, we, actually, are, the we are the more usual, usual dorks. But uh, yeah, fucking. Oh, people, I don't know. I saw someone posted, like, it's a world with, like, dragons and this and that and magic and stuff. And why, why are you worried that there's black people with blonde hair or something? You know, what is wrong with people? It's it's actually fucking mad every time. It's like, it's just, yeah, like, I heard somebody going, Jesus, women had it bad in history. And I'm like, this isn't history. But also, yes. Yes. But yeah. this isn't, like, just, oh, I did see I'm not that. arguing uh, against yes. that. I'm just saying this isn't that, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's funny how people. It's all just the outrage machine as well, you know. I know. Clicks, yeah. clicks drive business. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm so. sure there is an office somewhere behind the Game of Thrones scenes where they see these dorks crying about this bullshit, and they're just like, "Fucking yeah!" Like people are talking about us, they don't care, good or bad. They're just like, "Yep, at least they're not saying this old shit," you know. But uh, yeah, people, people have to get over. Like it's same with Star Wars. It's like you're talking about fucking a universe. Fucking goobers. Anyways, no, Kevin. There's no diversity in the universe. Yeah, yeah everybody's white male, and then if they're fucking everybody's white male, you could have a whole three hundred scenario, and then they probably cry about that as well. What's the three hundred scenario? Spartans were encouraged to make love to each other, so they had to form stronger bonds and care for each other more in the battlefield. Well, that's just good thinking. That's apparently true, Brian. Or it could have even been a bit darker than that. Brian, do you want to fun. respond? I don't really. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways, people need to cap on. Cap on with yourselves. 
I enjoyed Paddy Considine's King. Uh, I enjoyed Matt Smith's uh, sort of dickhead, ruthless dickhead. I was thinking about that in terms of Matt Smith's career. I saw a painting on Twitter, like somebody did of, of Matt Smith as Doctor Who, and like a really good illustrator. I I I'd have to go and dig up who it was, and I I do almost feel like you already follow them, whoever it was, but. Um, I look. I saw that. and I was like, Jesus Christ! Like they've really captured the sort of joy that Matt Smith can bring to that character. That like just this sort of like wide-eyed, innocent fucking wonder that he brought to Doctor Who at times. And I thought it's kind of funny that since then he's kind of fallen into that like upper crust British villain role forever from here on forth. And it's just like it's it's. Are we? Missing, he wasn't like, a villain in going, Doctor Who, was he? If we look at like. If we look at Vincent no, he's saying he was the Peter opposite in oh, yeah. that. Um, but since he's played nothing oh, yes. but, True. yeah, like he's the bad guy in the Terminator movie. Like if we and Morbius, if we go back and like you think about Vincent Price and Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing as these old stern British figures, but if you go back and watch like the movies they made when they were in their late twenties or thirties, you know, are there films there where they're the hero or the leading man stuff? Christopher Lee just, was like, never a hero; he was always a villain. Always a villain. Yes. Always an ever. Yes, I mean Rathbone was Sherlock Holmes, you know. Like there's there's a bit of, though I suppose so is Cumberbatch, but at least he's getting to be Doctor Strange a bit, you know. Like I think Matt Smith is due a role where he's just not a dickhead, you know. Yeah, yeah, I think he's had a hard a bit, you know, in terms of uh, a few things he's been in bombing and stuff. Actually, well, what's he been in? It's bombed. Morbius, Terminator, oh, Morbius. Shit, is he in that? Yeah. I he's didn't a, see that. He's a villain in like dog shit. He's a villain in Morbius, or Morbius, no. Morbius. I don't know. Can't think of these things. Oh, anymore. there was like a little dance meme or something. Does he dance? Yes. Yeah. Like I, I like him. I, I, I don't think he's a, a, a bad actor at all. Just I hope he finds his way. Um, speaking no, of George R. R. Martin, play wonder character. He yeah. does have a combo guy with Mar- True Marvel wild cards or something. All right. Yeah, I've not read it. It looks weird. What's it about? Uh, well, it looks a little bit steampunky or something, anyways, because there is planes and all that kind of stuff in it. But there's still like kind of they, they look like they have those like those uh, kind of uh, original deep sea diver suits and stuff like that. It, you know, it's like mm. it looks like uh, I, no, I could be completely bloody wrong. I saw a couple of images, but it's kind of more like a kind of a bio Bioshock world in terms of like technology, but like steampunky stuff. Yes, steampunk. Haven't had much. Hasn't been much steampunk in a while, really, has it? Or do I just lose track of the steampunk subgenre? Don't know, buddy. Uh, see, I see, uh, Umbrella Academy got uh, the go ahead for fourth and final season. Fourth and final. Yeah, which is great. You know, I'm happy it's a fourth and final season. Yeah, uh, I'm really happy with that. As skeptical as I was going into season three, I had a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like, look forward to that. I'm happy there's more, but I'm also happy it's the last season. I think that's good. Yeah. I think it's a fun example of like we kind of touched on that a little bit where it's like the just the charisma of this entire cast of people makes you watch this show because I it's No, I love it. It's a bit wheel spinny from week to week to or episode to episode. I think Robert Sheehan's gonna be in the next uh Red or the new Red Sonya movie, right? They've been Wait, trying what? to make that thing for fucking ever. The new what? Red Sonya. Oh. 
Like Rodriguez was trying to make that when we were in college. I do remember he was trying to do it for a while, yeah. What's it? Jesus, yeah. I did that long, long ago. Um, and it's really just... Am I nuts? Is, is there is there good narrative in its catalogue, or are they just fetishizing a sort of Conan-era person in a chainmail bikini? Well, I know... That's all that is, right? I know Meredith Finch, the... Not to be confused with David Fincher, but David Finch's wife, Meredith Finch, wrote a good bit of Red Sonja at one stage, and she okay. really enjoyed it. And I've seen tons and tons and tons of interviews and, like... Uh, tons and tons of stuff of Meredith chatting and talking about comics and things uh, mm. and I think if she wrote it in, like you know I, I can't I, I've never read anything she's written I really like her as a person you know because like, I've seen her stream with David and stuff but uh, I mean if she, if she wrote it like kind of probably not the worst like you know probably, there's probably some well, substance it's, to it's it it's just it's an exploitation kind of character and yeah. when when people you know get a hold of and add some actual narrative weight and some intent and some story to that sort of stuff, great. But just at the moment, it has long since felt like they're just trying to stick an actress in a bikini rather than actually have a narrative. Nobody's telling me what the... But between when Rodriguez was trying to make it and now mm-hmm. know, Game of Thrones happened. And yeah, and a lot of progress. And Dragons is about to happen. Yeah, And Wonder Woman has happened, so maybe they'll do something different. I mean, who That'd is it? Good. I don't know if it's Dynamite or IDW. I think it's Dynamite. I think Dynamite just mostly published like kind of uh, public domain stuff. But uh, I I look at previews previews world every week. And previews world kind of gives you just like the what kind whatever comics are coming out this week. You know, yeah, uh, it gives you a list so I can just I know what I kind of what I'm looking for when I go to the shops. But. Uh, uh, I, I think it's dynamite, but Jesus, like all their stuff is just like, yeah, those type of like, uh, Vampirella, Red Sonja, uh, you name it. But like, real now, kind of just every issue is just a scantily clad woman, and it's just like it's like butter the barrel stuff, you know. It's terrible, and then they did these awful photograph, um, covers. Cosplayer stuff. Yeah, yeah, and they're also that, yeah. brutal looking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and that's the thing it's like this is what's keeping these characters alive to be fair but then obviously like are are the stories good I'm sure look dude I'm sure there's good stories in there somewhere you know uh, mm-hmm. like no more than like the Conan comics or like you know all that kind of stuff I'm sure there's yeah. I'm sure there's good there's a good story uh, there has to be a good a good you know plot somewhere along the lines mm-hmm. you know along the way and speaking of good plots, I read Patton Oswald has a new comic book out. Have you heard about this? I did hear him on a podcast plug the fact that he's got a comic coming, but I don't know anything about it. Himself and a guy called Scott McLeod Hepburn have okay. a new book out called Minor Threats. And yes. I really, really like the first issue. I really liked it. I got the variant covers. Mike McNola did an amazing variant cover for it. And I got another cover this week with Shiny Writing on it. I don't know why I did it. I just did it. With what? Shiny Writing. Shiny Writing. You just saw something shiny and went, I must have it. the 90s again. Yeah. Variant covers are fucking out the wazoo. Everything's being shiny now and different things again. But anyway, getting into the speculation. uh, No, God, no. Shut up. It'll be worth money. Shut up. Shut up. Don't say that on the podcast. Email, no. She doesn't listen to this. You, I'm actually okay. Your comic collection is your retirement fund, is it? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Um, I did look at Daniel Warren Johnson did have art. Uh, he dropped two. He dropped a ton of pages from two issues of Duo Powerbomb, and he put them online. And I went to see. Like I was like, I'd love to have a page from one of Daniel's books, but uh, yeah. they're like fifteen hundred. The cheapest one was five hundred, and I actually, when I looked at page in comic book, I was like, "That was a bit of a weird choice." Wouldn't have done that myself, and then moved on, and then that's the only page I could afford. <laughs> uh. If I wanted to know, I didn't. I'd be killed. But um, but no, minor threats is very very good. It's about basically, uh, it's it starts off in a bar that's kind of just uh, you know frequented by all the D list villains, you know, in this in this city, uh, and when they're in the bar word comes in I think that uh, one of the main superheroes has gone rogue because the main vi- one of the main villains killed the psychic there's like a no kill rule and that villain crossed it and now all the hi- all the superheroes in the city are gone on this massive witch hunt trying to track down Stickman kind of violently beating all and any criminals around the place and the story essentially focuses on um, a character who was the kid's psychic to her mum's villainous uh antics you know and um she kind of but she wants to kind of she goes to prison she comes out she's reformed she works in the bar that all the kind of villains go to but she doesn't partake in that stuff anymore but she gets yeah. harassed at the end of the book at the end of issue one she gets harassed by a local superhero in front of her daughter the daughter doesn't want anything to do with her because she's like oh you're a villain again you know and then she mm-hmm. decides to, she's like fuck this and she puts back on her villain's costume rounds up all the losers in her bar and says like we have to go and get stickman ourselves before the city breaks out to an all-out war so all these like kind of D-list villains go out or start going out, out to look for it, this you know villain big main villain guy uh, really enjoyed it characters are cool really really like I'm really looking forward to seeing how it goes and the artwork is awesome cool so yeah minor threats check it out mm. big fan of Patton yes Patton wrote uh, issues of the goon before at least wore one issue of the goon uh, so he's he's has experience writing comics for sure was he doing voice work on the goon thing? Yeah, he, he did. Voice of, or was it Paul Giamatti? I think... I think... It was Giamatti, yeah. Uh, was it Giamatti, was it? Okay. okay. It was Giamatti, yeah. Sorry, I thought... So. Sorry, um, maybe that's what's going ahead, because I did hear that since oh, Love, Death and Robots, that that has picked up again. Yes, yes, because Eric Powell that's, maybe that's, about it. Maybe, maybe that's what we were talking about earlier. Maybe that's what I saw, yeah. yeah. Maybe, right, Brian. Yeah. yeah, I think that was it, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, between um, Tim Miller now with Deadpool and Blur and Fincher and Love, Death and Robots, the goon might actually happen. Yeah, to get some clout on it. Uh-huh. Um, actually, that's as, as nice a segue. I haven't had a look at it yet. Um, and that none of us have looked at it. Maybe that's not a good segue. But I was going to say, like in terms of projects that had a bit of buzz initially and then disappeared, do you remember we shared artwork from Alex Ross's Fantastic Four mm-hmm. years back? He did this sort of 60s, 70s highlighter like art pop kind of, yeah, like black colors thing. Um, it was a sort of pitch to Marvel before they got the Fantastic Four book back or decided they wanted to move forward with Fantastic Four again. And I really loved the concept art. I thought it was really nice and it was nice to see mm-hmm. Alex Ross kind of breaking out of his kind of shtick. And it does, it seems to have gone ahead. So there's there's a new Fantastic Four book out this week, but um, I was going to ask if anybody had a chance to look at it, but no. I don't think it's out this week. 
because I picked up Marvel previews this week and I have mm. a feeling it's not out this week I think it's out uh, it could have been I don't know I didn't see I in the shops I think it is man well, I, you, I started seeing our, I, I, I was kind of disappointed because it felt like he kept some of the colour palette but got it as heavily rendered as he always does in terms of that sort of photo reference thing I, he does is he doing the interiors as well he is yeah I think so it's, fin- it's Fantastic it. Four full circle right that's it yeah um, and like you could you'd um, if you don't remember it, it it's worth looking at like the concept art stuff from a few years back because that was really cool but as I say I think he's kind of gone too heavy handed on it for my taste was it released as a comic book or a graphic novel it's kind of a standalone thing. Okay, so okay, it came out September sixth. So it's it's if it's a yeah if it's okay. So if it's not a if it's not a comic, I probably didn't pick it up. I might pick it up though. I might see if I can try to pick it up. I won't be able to. But I'll try. Um, but I will. I, yeah, I think I'll do the same. Like I will try and get it because it's it's a little over. Or, a little more overworked than I would like it to have been but it is still different than what Alex has been doing for years and yeah. I've always been a fan uh, yeah it'd be nice to read a new a good Fantastic Four story again I guess they've got a couple of years now to try and sort of build a fan base and build hype on it yeah like Doctor Strange will have started that yeah the other thing I watched is um, the other thing I watched was uh, I watched the two episodes of the new Lord of the Rings show thoughts uh, I really enjoyed it cool and I'm kind of glad about that because when they announced the amount of money they're throwing into this show Insane. I was like this is folly but is it like they took they're talking about a billion dollars but it, is that over a five series run yeah almost okay. certainly yeah so five still hour, still bonkers money but hour-long episodes eight individual there's eight episodes in this first season so we're saying 40 episodes approximately so what are we saying is the spend per episode i never how many zeros in a billion is it nine? Because there's a. It's a lot of money a, per episode. But there's a weird quirk of maths where, like, I thought a, I thought a billion was like a million a thousand million. million, a thousand a million. Because I thought it was a million. by alien, like two millions, mono. No billion. No. I I can't process uh, numbers once they get past a certain level. So a thousand Ten. million. None of us can really, Kev. Divided by forty. Fair. So it's twenty-five Kevin. million an episode. While while Aiden was doing the maths, there I was going to give you a little a little fact. Yes. But, um, Aiden's but already finished his maths. So. <laughs> quick maths, quick maths. This isn't even maths. This is just a. Uh, I'm sure everybody's heard it by now. Um, a million seconds. How much time do you think that is? Sixty seconds in a minute. Mm-hmm. Sixty minutes in an hour. Mm-hmm. 
A million seconds. It's it's eleven days. Four years. Thereabouts. It's eleven. <laughs> a million seconds is roughly eleven days. Yes. Do you know how long a billion seconds is? Oh, like maybe like ten years. Eleven years. Thirty two thirty two. Thirty two years. Mm-hmm. So that's uh Rich rich billionaires are scumbags then. Also, if you were alive since like the fourteen hundreds yes. and lived till now. Yes, which which would it, be which I would say is an allegation. Uh if you had if somebody was to give you five thousand dollars every day don't, of your life. Don't be telling me the truth bombs, Brian. From the fourteen hundreds to now. You still wouldn't have as much money as Bezos or Musk. God mighty. Five thousand every day. Not not like for every year of your life. Every so day sad. for five hundred yeah. odd years, six hundred odd years. It's terrible. Five thousand a day. They're they're you wasting wouldn't have their money. as much money as them. Pakistan is turning back into an ocean. These guys are awful. There's lots of flooding in Pakistan. I saw that, yeah, but was it an ocean? It's, been a, like, it's forming into an ocean again, apparently. Okay. Um, there's more There's more trees on planet Earth than there are stars in the universe, though. No. Okay. Fair. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I'm not buying that. No, in terms, James can Google it. So... The Rings of Power show is twenty-five million an episode. You see it on screen. It it looks beautiful. The worlds are nicely developed. The character acting is quite nice. There's one or two elves that don't quite have the like Peter Jackson polish on them in terms of like this is just a dude in a bad wig kind of thing. It looks bad wig is harsh because there's probably money gone into the wigs, but like it just looks a little like no this looks like a bloke rather than an elf you know what I mean you're allowed to offend the people spending 25 million fucking euro on an episode of a TV show um, the woman playing Galadriel is great um, the the half foots there's a, a guy shows up at a certain point and sorry like, just to correct you there is. it's being reported that it's 60 million per episode just for this season, anyway, they might they might spend less over subsequent seasons, but right. for this first season, it's being reported sixty per episode. Right. Well, I just took a billion dollars and split it across forty episodes. Sure. So maybe there's six episodes in some seasons, or maybe it, maybe they, you know, maybe there's a lot of front loading once they built the sets; they're good to go. You know what I mean? Um, but although Stranger Things cost. 30 million per episode in season 4 and how? <laughs> because they spend all their time how? doing bloody fucking superimposing midi Bobby Brown's face onto a child that's not that expensive though that's like how do they spend 30 million? actors uh, does that include actors screen? pay do you think? Yeah, well it must right? can't be but I'm not saying it. like like it, it could it couldn't be like like if you're, if you're to take the Avengers for example before the first Avengers film was made those guys didn't get millions for the film except Downey Jr you know mm. yes but he had already uh, it's not until himself. you've got a it's not until you're like a 
box office draw that you can kind of command that type of money and even now they still wouldn't command that type of money um i know i know the cast does amount for a lot but like nobody in there is they're popular but they're not anyway you think lenny henry isn't getting the big books lenny henry Sorry, you're talking about Stranger Things. I'm talking about I'm Lord of the Rings. Is Lenny Henry in Lord of the Rings? He is. Ah, that's great. I like old Len. I've got an affection. An affliction? An affection for old Lenny Henry. Just from Saturday evening television, I guess. Um, I always confused Lenny Henry. With? With... Ainsley Ainsley Harriet Ainsley Harriet Lenny Henry is the actor who played a chef who played a chef exactly my dad loved that show yeah. I believe when I was younger and he had a, on VHS and all kinds of stuff I think that's the only reason why I confused him is because he used to watch an awful lot of Ready Steady Cook which yeah. Ainsley presented so that's why I think I get confused but Lenny Henry was married to Don French yep from French and Saunders indeed which was great. I used to love French Saunders. They did it at the time where that Batman movie came out with Robin, and they did it. They did that kind of intro scene where they're slapping on the the suit. They did. They did a hilarious bit of that, and I'll never forget. I probably don't know how old I was when I saw it on TV, but it was hilarious. I never quite liked them. French and Saunders. Oh, I thought they were brilliant. Yeah. And then they did the other. Well, they already had. Um, obviously, they 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 would have started in. Um, have, have fab but uh, mm. yeah and then, oh, I used to Don French is brilliant I used to love the Vicar Dibley and everything I can't disagree with you I watched all of that stuff I just don't think I I never liked it, it. Yeah. never liked it I saw on Reddit somebody posted a I was young big kind of picture matrix of who's the best British sitcom character of all time mm. there was a lot of questionable ones in there Miranda was in there no not even mm. close out no uh, Mrs. Brown was in Out. there, and I, I was like, "Hang on, hold up." Although they can claim that one, they can claim that one. <laughs> and Father Ted was in there as well. Yeah, Father Ted, though, I kind of have to. Well, it's not a British character. It's not a British character. Yeah. Oh, they're talking about British characters. British production. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. British, British production. Not a British yeah, writer. Not a yeah, yeah, British. yeah. Ah, yeah. You can't be doing yeah. that. Now we, you know, that's that's not right. That's not right. It's not right. Ireland has to stand up more for itself. Down with that sort of thing. Careful now. Careful now. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. People claim it. Dibley was in there as well, and yeah. I. Hmm. Who was? Who did they, did they say who was the number one? No, it was just a question somebody posed, oh. and yeah, people got kind of sidetracked with. As the conversation always does on Reddit, I started quoting. I started quoting Peep Show a lot because Peep Show weren't represented in the picture. Okay. Anyway, I I would say the the I don't believe it. One foot in a grave. He was great. Um, Heist and Bouquet, classic. Keeping up appearances. Yeah, absolute classic. Second week of not, not, keeping up with the not great though. Yeah. 
Not great. What would be great in your opinion, Brian? Uh, Partridge. Oh, yeah, fair. Yes, yeah. Partridge is great. Adam Partridge is good. I watched Alpha Papa is back on Netflix. I watched it about a month or two ago. It is so funny. It is non-stop jokes. It's fucking... Well, yeah, you have to think of Del Boy and Rodney joke every and stuff minute. as well. Yeah, you're only fools and horses. Yeah. Um, the Towers. Like, um, Considering how short it was, it made a huge impact. What was? Fawlty Towers. Oh, yeah. There's only one season of it. Like six episodes. Yeah, that was the selling point of that for a while. And people have kind of gone... People have slightly gone to the point of like, well, let's do more episodes if we can. You know, it used to be like this like golden mm. ideal, like 12 episodes and get out. Um... I don't but I guess the people want money. Kind of had its issues Rightly so. in, in hindsight, yeah. Um, when you start really trying to think of British sitcoms, it's like, mm, I guess sitcoms aren't great anyway. Porridge. Some mothers do have them. I liked Porridge. Um, Porridge is good. Uh, but then, like, I, I'd even kind of draw a distinction between like a good or decent sitcom and then a character. Like one of the yeah. things I love about Partridge is that Coogan and the writers obviously working with them, but they know that character in inside and out. out. Yeah, yeah, and that's so much of so much of the comedy is just derived from putting him into the a scenario, the way he'll react in a situation, yeah. and it, yeah, and they, it's it's this brilliant character creation as opposed to like a yes, a show, you know, a, a, a yeah. Um, and that'd be I mean obviously I mean the question then it is yeah, how do you interpret the question like uh, greatest character are you talking then about the one in the funniest sitcom or the actual greatest character, great character? Oh, yeah. and for me I'd, I'd kind of lean towards the the character Character-y. creation side and as opposed to the the show know, scenario or sitcom side but I'm I mean they're both valid but David David Brent was very funny as well from The Office I know you probably hate that but uh, you know it was at the do time, it was on. I was on. I, 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 do you, I wouldn't say you're a fan of The Office, Brian. Are you? The American English. I one? I was a fan of the show, definitely. Um, it's more what Ricky has become subsequently. Yeah, that would be a bit. Yeah, and I, I I don't think I don't know. I haven't watched it in a while. I don't know has it aged that well. Mm. Probably hasn't. probably probably hasn't. But then again, yeah. like sometimes you know, sign it was would have been a show of the times, you know. Um, and yeah. I think and I think like without. The Office, you never had the likes of Peep Show and stuff, so I think taking those things in consideration, you know, it did pretty good. But um, was Peep Show was Peep Show after or before The Office? Or oh, I'd say, say long after, pal. I don't think it would be that long after, was it? I don't think that long, but it was after. Maybe. Uh, I would think they're quite different, though. I've never seen it, but uh, I've seen bits and pieces. But you know what I mean? Because like of, the you've never seen what? Yeah, yeah. Peep Show. You haven't seen which? Really? I haven't seen much of it. This was great. Yeah, Early don't um, don't overdose on it. I did that yeah. for I did that a bit where I was like, okay, Peep Show's great. I'm gonna watch it, and I was like, I got like, oh, oh god, I, I just know, got cringe fatigue. And I, I know people, yeah, yeah. but I know just, people that watch it like, like they'll go home and they'll just put on an episode of Cringe uh, Peep Show. You know, mm. they've watched it all and have for years. But uh, I re- I but do but like you can do that once you develop an affection for and you know what's common to things you know what I yeah. mean. But like I, I said, I sort of overdosed on it and was like, oh, I couldn't watch any of it for ages. I do like uh, Ricky Gervais. I thought Derek was very good, and I really liked the um, 
what was the one he did recently? Where Afterlife. He, yes, I did like that. You know, I like that too. I like the first series of it, and then I was like, I don't know. That I, I find I, it hard to watch knowing what he's about. Yeah, I find know? it hard to separate the art from the artist or whatever. Yeah. Um, I know my. I know my. I, 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 I saw something. Sorry, I saw something recently. <laughs> like I don't know what talk show he was on about. It was on one of the American late night talk shows, and just like the, the title for the video was, you know. Ricky Gervais can't wait for humanity to end. Just, just fuck off. Just I, I, I have no time for this sort of misanthropic bullshit. I just, I hate it. Like if, if just fuck off if you don't want to be around. And like the fucking valuing animal life over human life and stuff. It's just like we, we can, we can appreciate both. We can value both. You know. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah, and then you know putting the fucking German Shepherd dog in that show. Then it's just so fucking. I did like to show what to say. Yeah. It's just so calculated, you know? It is very calculated. And that's kind of yeah. where I fell off on the second season was like he's yeah. very good at it's executing that, stuff, you know? That that yes, emotional sort of moment at the end of it and having some bleak humour. Like I really enjoyed Roshin Connity in the first and the, the oh, I can't remember the name of the guy who plays the milkman. Um Joe Wilkinson? Yes, that sounds um, right. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't have a clue. Some sunny day. Actually, I do because he was in a podcast that I listened to, but I couldn't listen to it anymore because it was just they used to do this like kind of like we just it was a, it was called like um, gossip mongers, and people would write in their local town gossip lore and they'd read it out, and it was it was funny when you get past all of the the um, edits, the sounds, the noises, all that kind of stuff. It's it's it was kind of just it's a funny podcast, but yeah, I stopped listening to it. It was kind of melted my brain a bit. Yeah, a brain melt. Sorry, I knew you were in the middle of saying something about the postman character. Oh, something about something about afterlife being saccharine. Anyway, Lord of the Rings is fun. Check it out. Lady Henry is in Lord of the Rings, yes. Yeah. Um, Lord of the Rings is fun so far. Check it out. I hope they hold it. Like, I, I I, saw those movies when they first came out. And I was like, oh, I really enjoyed that. And I waited a year and I saw the next one. Oh, I really enjoyed that. And I waited another year and I saw it. Oh, great. Presented. Um, and then I was like, 10 years later, it's like, I haven't I haven't watched these ever since. I never saw the extended edition. Do you know what? They're showing them in the lighthouse. I'll buy the marathon and I'll go and see it. And it was, even then it was like, broken up over three days. And... 20 minutes into the first one I went oh I don't like this <laughs> and I went every day to see if it would turn around but it's like, I, punishment. I, I didn't like I got so sick of the score every time I went bah, 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 and it, it happens so much every, there's so many like like hero moments that they want to flag something awesome happening and it's just that Repeated score keeps happening. I just it drove me mad, and there were great moments in it. I'll 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 see that movie, those movies on TV, and watch sections of them. But I can't do three hours of them or nine hours of extended editions. So I was going into this TV show ready to be like, "Is this going to interest me at all?" And yeah, I was I was really kind of drawn into the the world of it and the characters and the the production design. And I know people were kind of shitting on the 
some of the designs based on what they think it should be in the books and all the fantasy art and stuff. But I liked it, and I think I think I would wager there was probably people back in two thousand three that were like, "Oh, this doesn't look like it looks like in this fantasy art," but give it twenty years and it's the iconic look of it, you know. Mm. Um, so, like, can I ask a question on? about the show? Mm-hmm. Sure. So, like, what's just like? Real quick, real quick synopsis. This is not based on any of the books or anything. What's I don't know anything about it. Like, what's the premise? It's based on the Cimmerillion, isn't it? Sure. Okay. It is. It is drawing from the other texts that Rowling has. Now I don't know enough. Rowling. Advice on this. That, um, <laughs> what? Tokyo. Uh, Damn it! Get him out of here. Take him off. Kev. Kev. <laughs> boot him from the call. I'll it's based on him. George R. K. Tolkien's. I can. I. I actually. I can remove him from the call, Brian. Hang on one second. I just, <laughs> he's gone right um it is based on some of his other stuff i don't know how much it differs from but like it's things like the the okay so there's the concept of the west where the elves came from in lord of the rings it's this sort of like death metaphor or at least it's been turned into a death metaphor you know sort of retiring to the west fading into the west um but now it's very much like no this is literally a place and we came from there and we're going back to there once we defeat the evil oh yes okay yeah fair um, and you know Galadriel gets drawn into um, a battle against the evil and loses so many friends and becomes obsessed with making sure that it's dealt with that she can't everyone else is like no it's over he's gone he's gone she won't buy it and she won't retire to the west with the rest of them um, uh, she's I, I don't know what to, much to say beyond that like it, it, her, her her zealousness is cool the production on the like chainmail the mithril stuff you see like high elves in their full armor is kind of it's just awesome um, I was pretty impressed okay cool um, it was good to see the, the guy that played young Eddard Stark in like the flashbacks in towards the end of Game of Thrones is there playing Elrond the the Hugo Weaving guy and like I looked at his head Elrond and was like, he looks familiar but um, yeah, he's good. He's very. What was that? Did you say Hubbard? Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> what we're we doing fantasy, um, and then John Travolta shows up and uh, eliminates the Thetans. And oh, okay, I know you what know. you're doing now. Shh, I know what you're doing. Cut, cut that, cut that. What? We don't want to, don't want to draw them on us. And then Tom Cruise <laughs> inverts his plane and climbs at ten G's. And John Hamm says, "Stop that." Is John Hamm a Scientologist? No, he's in, in Top Gun. He's in oh, Top Gun. I've not seen it. And he says, "Stop that." Actually, as I mentioned, trailer for a new Fletch movie with John Hamm in it. Did you ever watch Fletch with Chevy Chase growing up? Watched Fletched. I haven't had a chance to check out the trailer, but I have watched Fletch. I want to say Fletch was like some sort of bumbling CIA FBI guy, was it or something? Goofy private detective. Yeah. Okay. Fair yeah. Thing. Yeah. All right. Cool. Look okay. at his skies work. And John Hamm is was he a private detective? He was a journalist that sort of journalist, solved right? crimes. Yeah, investigative yeah. journalist. I believe the the term is called it. Do your research, right. Right. right? Brian, you're okay. You're beautiful. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. You always look great. Um, I think I think it it looks like it's got a fun balance of. Is Ham directing this? No. It's a ham I, production. I, maybe I misread. Maybe I misread. It's a ham joint. It's a <laughs> joint <laughs> ham. Ham joint. Aiden, don't laugh at your old jokes. It's very unbecoming. 
we leave it there? <laughs> no. wait, 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 wait. I want to ask Kevin, um, did he finish Only Murders in the Building? <gasps> I did not. I did not. Brian, did you? I did. Aiden, did you? Still in season one somewhere. Ah. My dad died! I got distracted! Thank you.